0: Program. Raw and uncut. you know how you
1: do it. You know what i it all the live.
0: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
1: Well,
2: I'm sitting here with a linguist. I, I have linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a word smith.
0: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22 Jiggy.
3: Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? <laughs> must be that uh, David David <laughs> song. Jiggy Play guitar, Jack... It's a great day, but thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch
2: me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few
1: of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you
3: lose yours.
2: Okay, that crap's not working. I guess, I guess it is working now. I don't want to stream anything, Lord. Welcome to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Coast to coast and motor to border. I'll tune in. iTunes, radio loyalty, screw all this crap. Just screw all this. <laughs> 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 I was trying to do something, but just fuck it. Fuck it, as uh, the great uh, Mean Gene Okerlund would say. Uh, get a hold of us online, com. Let's just do this. Let's just go to the boys. Uh, Dan Perkins, Don Mazzella, the whole nine yards. Let's just call the gang. Call the gang, get the gang in here, as they say. Get the gang in here. Mr. And, J- and there is Dan Perkins, the fantastic Dan Perkins. How are you, sir? I'm
1: just absolutely over,
2: over the moon. <laughs> Overjoined. Overjoined <laughs> yeah. overjoyed overjoyed works and uh Dan's gonna join us along with i q al rizzoli and uh hopefully our good buddy mr uh, Don Mazzella, the big star uh here in just a few seconds, and we are going to attempt to uh get a hold of possibly our guest but uh dan has uh, has joined us, and uh dan uh it there's Don. Look at that. Oh, here I am. Right on cue. And here, there's about, here, I uh, here I is. Here I is. And there is there is hey, IQ hey, Arrizoli as well. What are you well. going off to the Exotica uh, convention to do? Oogle the girls? <laughs> we are going to go out and do interviews, and this is going to be a hell of a deal. <laughs> because... You know what's funny is they have an Exotica convention in New Jersey, I believe, later on in the year. I know year. They do.
0: <laughs> I covered the very first one in Las Vegas about twenty three years ago. Uh, when it, it's usually held in it was held in conjunction with the video. Uh, uh, oh, the Adult Video News Awards.
2: Yes. <laughs> anyway, we've been so we've been to those too, but but I, I've heard that Exotica is not as buttoned up as the uh as as the uh as the ABNS no. um i i i guess ron jeremy who is who is sort of like the elvis presley of porn uh he has been banned from the proceedings uh so he <laughs> <So, laughs> it, may never come back uh, jiggy he <laughs> may mean- who knows? Who knows what is going on, but I do know what is going on. Uh we have all sorts of things to discuss today with the guys and uh first of all, I, I, I want to talk about I want to start with IQ al rizzoli and uh uh this this is sort of in Dan's wheelhouse, but uh, tell us a little bit about this uh this Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. He says that Israel has the right to its land.
3: What do you make of this, IQ? Well, Israel doesn't need uh, an Arab or anybody else to tell her that she has the right to the land. But what we are saying is uh, Saudi Arabia in the last 15 years said that they will recognize the right of Israel to exist as long as they make peace with the Palestinians. It's not a new thing at all. This is not a new thing. The Saudis put forth version of the peace treaty but again and again and again it comes to one problem the Palestinians say they have the right of return which means to extinguish Israel uh, I'm sure Israelis will not accept it so that's the end of the conversation so now what they want to do is they failed in raising 100,000 people to go to the border with Gaza that only
2: Absolutely amazing! <laughs> I don't know whose cell phone that was, but I love that ringtone. Um, <laughs> it was mine, Jim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like the ringtone. <laughs> I love the ringtone. Now, um, I, I, now, now, I, Dan. I, I yes. Kind of follow up on what IQ is saying because I know that you've been speaking on uh, national radio and and television about this topic as well.
1: I did last night at eleven twenty. I did uh, Breitbart and um, Sirius Satellite Radio on this very subject. Um, the um, The world is has been made a uh, a more unsafe place by previous administrations who refused to deal with North Korea, who capitulated big time to Iran and then finally um, stood in the uh, the path of bringing the Middle East to a solution by never, never declaring that the capital of Israel was Jerusalem. So now we have a situation where Mr. Trump, uh, and rightfully so, called out all his previous predecessors who refused to do anything about this and basically said, you know... We've been kicking the can down the road a long time. I'm going to step up and see if I can fix it. He's going to meet in Helsinki with uh, Kim, um, and he has uh, relatively close to that time the responsibility to certify the compliance of Iran to the Memorandum of Understanding. It's not a treaty because it was never ratified by the Senate. At the same time, he's also, through his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, I believe, working to try and create some kind of a dialogue. Uh, So he's attacking three spots in the world. And my small brain is saying that it's going to be a a triple jump in dominoes, or in, in checkers. I think that he's going to get some significant concessions from North Korea as far as dismantling in order to get the sanctions from China and the United States and bring desperately needed revenue, food, and everything else to his people. Uh, and that framework of a nuclear terrorist state could be used if he decides to decertify what's going on in Iran. And so that framework could also be used in Iran. Third, there are discussions going on quietly between Trump representatives and both the Palestinians and the Israelis. But I think that the message that the the, the future king of the kingdom was telling the world that um, Israel is in a... Has, has to be an an important stabilizing force in the Middle East, and he wants the Israelis to have his back, as we've talked about so many times on this show. And I am I am not the expert that Iq is, but the confrontation between Shia and Sunni goes back centuries, uh, and we've got Saudi Arabia, which is Sunni, and Iran, which is Shia. Um, there is no love lost between, and I think that the Saudis are bringing about reforms or trying to bring about reforms, and the Wood King, uh, in changing the culture and changing things as it relates to women, uh, economic opportunities, the, the selling of a portion of Aramico to raise money to diversify the economy. Uh, all these things are in play at the moment, and how Mr. Trump plays the checkerboard could be absolutely amazing for him and for the world. Don. Agree IQ or not?
2: Don or IQ, give us your take on this.
3: I cannot cannot disagree with anything he said. It's perfectly true. And Trump is playing it three-dimensional chess, honestly. That's what I look at it, three-dimensional chess. I agree. If one of them succeeds, it's better than nothing. If even one of them, and I believe Korea will be the trump card.
1: No pun intended.
3: <laughs> yeah, no You're right. No pun intended. Yeah.
1: Right, brother Don. <laughs> don't. Well,
3: Donald don't, Vinicius it,
0: Vinicius. it's very hard to disagree with you, uh, you fellows. Um, uh, I think the timing is also uh, is also important. Um, we're, we're starting, you know, the Easter recess, recess, the end of it begins the, uh, period for the, um, run-up to the, uh, fall elections, and I think, uh, uh, everybody is looking at them and saying, how can, um, how can we score the most points, um, in, uh, in the election cycle to help our party, and I think, um, uh, well, well, I myself don't know exactly what party uh, President Trump belongs to, but um, uh, I I do, I do believe he will try to really make a, a to use Dan's word a grand slam out of all of all of uh, these moving parts, and I think he'll try to do it uh, before he goes on vacation in August. Um, but uh, I think the major breakthrough. Will come in october where I, uh, where I think uh, Mr. Mueller will finally release uh, whatever report he's going to release and uh, uh president trump is is setting up uh, something to uh, uh again uh to trump uh, that that's my take on it but uh, the way Dan outlined it is just about uh how most people would would
3: look at at the situation. Gentlemen, question: Hamas is going to disrupt all this by having 300,000 people going to the Gaza border. Then, what do you think Israel should do?
1: Well, um, that's that's a great question, IQ. Um, I, I would be um, it, if the 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 illustration that I would use to to illustrate how I'm going to answer your question, IQ, is. Uh, I'm going to use NBC and CBS. NBC estimated that the crowd of young people in Washington D.C. for the weekend protest was 850,000 people. CBS reported it was 250,000 people. So huge disparity. Um, I'm I'm not sure that there aren't an awful lot of Common folk, if I can use that word, IQ, uh, simple people, who are fed up. I mean, in the in the interview that I did last night, I said, "Look at the pictures. Look at the pictures of Syria and Iraq, where all of this fighting has taken place. Who would want to live there? the 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 destruction of property, of homes and businesses, and roads and airports and Infrastructure. It's all gone. And I'm, I'm, I would be surprised, IQ, that they would get 300,000 people to want to go to the border. Uh, I think they have seen the destruction of their families, their property, and their lives. And I think
3: they're, they're, they're running out of gas, IQ. You're absolutely right, but here, we're not discussing logic here. What would happen if, say, 50,000, and they attempt to cross the border? What should Israel do? That's my question. When somebody is infringing upon your own territory, and they are pretending to be civilians, and they're not civilians, what would you do? Well, uh,
1: again, that's that's a great question, because let me bring it back to our country. You may have seen the news recently that there is a caravan of people coming from Honduras, I, something yeah. north of 1,000 people, working yes. their way north to come and flood across the border. And the question that's being asked of Mr. Trump, what are you going to do? Are you going to let these 1,000 illegals cross the border? Or are you going to do something about it? And Mr. Trump told us today and yesterday, I'm going to move the military to the border. Now, depending upon the action of the insurgents trying to come across the border, I think it's possible that some just might die. I would say, IQ, if it's 50,000 people, I suspect that the Israeli military will be engaged and do everything they have to do to protect their country. I think that they can use rubber bullets and they can use tear gas and other things that they don't have to kill
3: people, but I think they have the right to defend their border. You're absolutely right, but look what happened only recently. They killed 17 or 18 people. 10 of them were jihadis. Who said they were jihadis? Hamas said they were jihadis. And yet, the European Union tells Israel, proportional. What is proportional? How is it proportional when somebody is attacking your own territory with weapons, with Molotov cocktails, with burning things, and trying to invade you? Honestly, in any other country except the West, they will shoot them all dead. Hmm. I, kill you're
0: simply not understanding that the, the media and the people just uh, feel... That, uh, if one person dies, I mean, look, uh, a, uh, a woman at this protest, uh, I think it was in Oregon, uh, where, where the, uh, the deputy's car accidentally, uh, ran into her. I mean, you, you would think that she, um, uh, you know, there was a national calamity. If the Israelis kill ten people, it, uh, you will see it go to the United Nations. Um, it's, 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 it's
3: it did, and Nikki Haley switched it off. It went. to... You're absolutely right. It did go to the United Nations. But Nikki, Nikki Haley said, "Hey, what garbage are you talking about? It's irrelevant."
0: But that's well, It's not irrelevant to the to the Palestinians, and it's certainly not re- irrelevant to the uh, uh, Israelis. It's unfortunate. Um, uh, I don't know whether somebody comes up with these ideas, and the worst part about it is our media gives gives them credibility by reporting them. You know, if you went out on the street IQ and said you were going to bring uh, 10,000 people uh, across the border, uh, it wouldn't mean a thing until somebody reported it.
3: But I'll tell you something else, I don't know if you know this. As of today, London has had more murders than New York without a single, most of them were killed with knives. Can you believe that? London had more murders than New York with knives.
1: I saw that this morning on Drudge, you're right. First time in in maybe almost forever that London was a more dangerous city. In 200
3: years, in fact.
0: No. If you if you let lawless people in, you you you're letting um, uh, the legal system under threat. We all know that trouble is uh, uh, uh pe- people aren't doing enough
1: about it. So so IQ let me ask you a follow-up question to your your issue. What did they what do the 300,000 or 50,000 people hope to achieve by attacking the Israeli border? Ah invade so you the, you think they want to invade
3: Jewish Israel, yes, territory yes yes Okay. They invade the territory spread all over the place and to be hunted by the Israelis it's pure disruption obviously I'll tell you I know for a fact if it was happening between let's say India and China the Chinese would kill everybody <laughs> if it was between China and India the Indians would kill everybody I mean it's a matter of self defense it's not even negotiable Somebody crossing my border with mass number, by the way, Addafi, before he was murdered. he wanted to invade uh, Egypt with a lot of hundreds of thousands of uh, Libyans when Jamal Abdel Nasser was in control to unite the two nations. Jamal Abdel Nasser, another Arab, another Muslim told him, don't do that because I'll kill them. I'll kill them. And they didn't do it. Look, I get, to me, it's not negotiable. But I'm talking in a world which is upside down today. It's completely upside down with the news media. Hmm. They will name Israel, not Hamas.
0: You know, uh, gentlemen, uh, I can't help but, but thinking here. You know, you know, the westward expansion of the United States has essentially been essentially been done by uh, uh, people trudging onto other people's lands. As we moved uh, steadily westward, uh, we called that uh, uh, ex- uh, westward expansion or growth. Now, now we're saying that the uh, Palestinians did it. Uh, it. It's an invasion. Yet, uh, if you look at it from the Indians' point of view, uh,
3: they were invaded. Well, I I, from I from think the that American point of view, you're absolutely right.
0: But in, I mean, is there really any difference between what these people want to do and what we <coughs> what we did to the Indians?
3: Yes, of course. Good God, where are the Arabs from? For God's sake, they were not in Palestine. They were not in Holy Land. They were not in North Africa. they were not. In, they were not in my country, Iraq. They are not indigenous. They conquered it. It doesn't matter. They conquered fourteen hundred years, but they subjugated hmm. for fourteen hundred years. So that that doesn't give them the right to continue, good God. No, it's not the same. Arab is called an Arab because he came from the Arabian Peninsula, not because he came from Syria, not because he came from Iraq, not because he came from Palestine. It's so simple, it's not complicated. You can't equate the two. The Native Americans, God knows, 30, 40,000 years. But the Arabs were not there for thirty, forty thousand 40,000 years. They conquered it. They conquered Iran. They conquered North Africa. They conquered Persia. They conquered India. And they subjugated them, and they turned them into Muslims. By force. Only by I'm,
0: force. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, it, it, it's just a, somebody's going to bring it up. What's the difference between um, white Anglo-Saxons moving westward into the Indian lands... And the same with the Palestinians trying to go into uh, Israel. Okay. The only difference is Israel has the capability of protecting uh, its country, and the Indians did not. Absolutely. But,
3: I mean, again, I will bring out the same thing. The Europeans conquered and subjugated the whole of the Americas. That's a fact. The now, Arabs conquered and subjugated the Middle East. Whether they are right or wrong is irrelevant now. Israel exists. Israel, the Jews, went back to their homeland, at least part of it. The Palestinians, their homeland is Arabia. They say they are Arabs. Okay, if you are Arab, what are you doing in the Holy Land? They conquered from whom? Not only from the Jews, they conquered from the Byzantine Empire. What were the Byzantine Empire? Christians. The whole North Africa... By the way, the whole of North Africa was to be Christian. Now it's all Muslim. Nazareth used to be Christian. Now it's Muslim. Uh, Lebanon used to be majority Christian. Now it's Muslim. Bethlehem used to be Christian. Now it's Muslim. Does that justify? The answer is no. We have to stop them. And you know what? The movement in Europe now, among the people, not the leaders... The leaders are the criminals, and they will have to pay for it in the end. But the movement within the people, they've had enough. They've had enough.
0: They have. But isn't it the fate of history that the leaders make mistakes,
3: but the people pay for it? Correct, but this time, the people will make the leaders pay for it. Well, let's hope so. I agree with you. I hope so, honestly. I would put them on trial, fair fair and square. But when they are convicted of treason to be executed, I don't care who they are. Starting with Angela Merkel. There was another
1: article today, uh, along with the uh, the one we just talked about, about um, what, what the legacy of Andrea Merkel will be. And uh, it was not a very flattering article. It talked about how the decisions that she made will impact, Germany and Europe for decades to come and, um, and and she may single-handedly be responsible for the the, the, the ultimate decline of of the European culture converted to a pure Muslim culture um, <laughs> also that she has she uh, and I knew this and and I may have I may have talked about it Um, Eastern Europe all the way over to the ocean, to Western Europe, depends greatly on Russian oil and natural gas to drive their factories, their homes, and their businesses. And apparently, uh, unbeknownst to a lot of people, Merkel has made quite a few concessions to Putin in order to try and keep the flow of energy into her country over other parts of Europe. And um, and what Ike was talking about, the, the, the revolt within uh, Europe uh, of the Europeans being concerned, not only that the European Union is destroying their culture, but the influx of Arabs and their population growth is destroying the culture of Europe. So... Uh, it, it really is a, a serious problem, and uh, the the once it appears that the once mighty German Empire,
3: after reunification, may be crumbling again. You're not far off from the truth, by the way. It's, it's happening. I'll tell you something else. I was watching a program of an interview, intimate interview in Russian, between a Russian reporter and Putin, and it was one hour plus long, and in literally the last segment, I got the shock of my life. He was discussing Islam. Even Putin doesn't know Islam. I honestly was so shocked, you have no idea. He said there is moderate Islam. I tell you, I switched off. I switched off, I couldn't continue. How could anybody who is a leader who has Muslims destroying Russia from within and from without. Speak about moderate Muslims. I honestly couldn't take it.
1: Uh, IQ, I have written many, many commentaries on the fact that our politicians in Washington, D.C., and in the state and local governments do not understand the Muslim faith. They do not understand, as you have pointed out so many times, the lack of assimilation that the, the culture and the religion do not allow for assimilation with Christians and Jews, and the ignorance on the part of many of the people in elected office at all levels of government who have no experience with the Quran, no experience with Sharia law, and understanding what motivates and drives these people.
0: Hmm. It's funny. Can I jump in here? Uh, uh, a week and a half ago, I ta- taught my class at Columbia of high school students from around the um, country, and I, um, uh, uh, knowing of uh, my, uh, my friendship with IQ, I asked them because IQ always asks how many of them had read the Quran, and I was surprised. Um, well, uh, admittedly, this is uh, these are the cream of the crop students. But uh, I was surprised, as I told IQ, that over 30% had read some or all of the Koran uh, in an attempt to understand it. I, I found that um, eye-opening, and I thought it was interesting. Um, so there's hope for us, after all. If, if By knowing your enemy, you can uh, better protect yourself against them. But I thought that was interesting.
3: Donald, you're always the optimist. Reading the Quran doesn't mean they understood what they read. Okay. You should ask them, what did you understand? Then you would know, out of the 30%, whether they got it or they didn't get it, honestly. Reading the Quran, it depends which part of the Quran you're reading. You read, for example, the early verses, oh, it sounds really nice. You have your religion, I have my religion, there's no compassion in religion, blah, blah, blah. You think it's fantastic. But you don't read those people reading these books, they don't realize that these have been abrogated. They are, although in the Quran, they are made null and void by the later verses. No, you're right, 30%, fantastic, beautiful. But did they understand? And the answer, I'll tell you what, maybe 1% of them did. Honestly, well, I'm
0: kidding. IQ, I got uh, to tell you, till I met you, I thought I understood it. But now i I barely uh, skimmed the surface. One of the reasons I go on
3: this program is to learn more and more. God bless you for telling the truth. Because I'm telling you, reading the Quran is not an answer. Understanding what they're reading is the answer. And they don't need me. Honestly, they don't need me. As long as they know that the verses of earlier verses have been abrogated by the later verses, then they would have the whole picture. Because every imam deceives every single. Infidel on earth, quoting only the earlier verses. They never quote the destructive verses. You done.
1: Well, I, I I agree. I mean, I have been reading it for for me for a long time, uh, and um, I learned, as Don said, I learned I learn more from you uh By understanding uh, and understanding the mindset the culture, the history, and the heritage and and i I do believe though i q that the the thing that i as an American citizen believe that is the most damaging about the rules of that religion is they are at absolute odds with what made America great, and that was the ability from people from all walks of life, from all nations, come into the melting pot and assimilate together. When I have a group of people who refuse to assimilate, then I go back to Abraham Lincoln's house-divided speech, And and a house divided against itself cannot stand absolutely and, and and that's where we're where we're headed today is that we are dividing our country and and part of that is a function of the political correctness of the left and um I listened last night and I was uh, before I was doing the uh uh bright part um there were a couple of people on Laura Ingham's show and they were talking about um the Democratic Party in the United States. The the Republican operative says it's a, a party of Obamacare, it's a party of higher taxes and bigger government. And uh and the and the moniker, the person that epitomizes that philosophy more than any other Democrat in the United States is Hillary Clinton, and I, uh, I'm, I'm beginning to hear. I wrote, at least a month ago, that I think that she's, she's the victim that's going to win the Democratic nomination for president in 2020. If, if she, if, unless her health doesn't hold up, or she's in an orange jumpsuit being perk walked to jail, if none, if neither of those two things happened, I think she's building the base. Uh, she continues, and a lot of people, are, a lot of Democrats will say, why doesn't she just go away? Because if she goes away, who do they have to leave the party? Nancy Pelosi? I don't think so. Chuck Schumer? Not a very charismatic person. So the Democratic Party is very short and, and with anybody to come up on the national scene. And the 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 destruction... Uh, that Mr. Obama did with his socialist agenda is going to be hard for a Democrat to run on that agenda, but they can't get out of their way to go someplace else. And so I think that, that they're vulnerable. I, I believe the election outcome in November is going to be more devastating than the Democrats are willing to admit today. And especially if Mr. Trump is, as we talked about has some success in North Korea, Palestine and Iran uh, it's going to be very difficult for the Democrats to win. And I think that that what Mr. Trump is doing, which I think is a, is a terrific thing, is that he's keeping those issues in the forefront of the people. He's doing it to make America secure. And to talk about what's going on in North Korea, talking about what's going on in the Middle East, and what's going on at our southern border, potentially, or what's going on in, in Iran... Um, by keeping it in the limelight, it gives him an opportunity to continue to bond with the American people, and they believe what he's saying is right. His, his approval rating now is higher than fifty percent, and um, the Democrats, the Democrats don't want that. And if if I'm right, and I've I've written about this too, if he gets success in North Korea only, doesn't get any success with the Middle East or with Iran. I think he gets a he gets a shot as much as they would not like to give it to him. He's got a shot at winning the Nobel Peace Prize, which destroys the Democratic Party because they can't cl- claim that he doesn't deserve it when their guy got it and didn't do anything for it. Uh,
0: that's a little stretch, Dan.
1: That's a little uh, stretch.
0: <laughs> uh, a little not that stretch. he may not deserve it, but uh, if you knew the politics of the, uh, of the Nobel <laughs> Committee, if you uh, you read some of their things, but uh, but uh, I, I'll make you a, a pr- prediction. I heard uh, last night, which I, I found astonishing, uh, is that uh, President Trump will not run for a second term. Mm. Um and, and um the 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 reasons uh, um and again I'm I'm just throwing out what I I heard uh last night from a fairly good source that Democrat or um, Republican uh a news source
1: okay and, uh, uh well Democrat or well, Republican
0: uh, yes, a, a guy a guy that uh, that I uh, a guy that's been around almost uh, in fact longer than me so uh and uh is uh, domiciled in Washington, and uh, seen uh, presidents come or go, come and go but uh what what he said to me was very interesting he said uh, what people don 't understand about Donald Trump is that once he sees how something's done, he loses interest and uh, um, uh, the presidency is a very tiring thing it, it uh, if you look at obama leaving office and when he came into office he's a shadow of the man and uh, uh, uh what he was saying is not that uh, trump could not win he thought he could win a second term but uh, president trump is going to say you know it ain't worth it um it ain't worth four more years of my my life it ain't ain't going to uh, worth uh, worth all of this and and he's and he's going to uh, make it a one term president um uh, whatever you want to say uh, say I'm just passing on something which I found very interesting and very eye opening and uh, anybody want to comment I'd uh, love to
1: hear it well, I I I can I can certainly uh equate to uh there are many people that uh i've known including myself that have a accelerated learning curve and when they get to um 90% of what they need to to form to perform at their peak in their job once they get to that 90% saturation point they're not they're not really willing to invest to try and get the last 10% they're looking to do something else i mean i look at my my career of how many times I've reinvented myself into doing something totally different that I hadn't done before. Um, But I, I I think that um, unlike Mr. Trump, um, Mr. Trump has a different motivation. And uh, I think that what he's trying to do is make this country great again And I would be surprised that he would say he's done enough and he wants to walk away. Uh, I just don't see him giving up the fight for whatever he believes in to make, unless unless the country has such a phenomenal recovery and the amount of wealth generation for everybody is off the charts, then maybe he might do that. But if there's still work to do, still problems to be solved, deals to be made, I'll tell
0: you, I'll tell you, Dan. A very wise man told me something. He said, "Walk off the stage while they're still applauding." Uh, And uh, and it's interesting. This gentleman last night uh, said uh, the same thing to me in different words, but the same thing. If he if he accomplishes five of the 10 things he said he wanted to do the smart thing would be to uh, um uh to, to give up the presidency um I I go back to president polk the one term uh, uh, president who said I want." Uh, came to office saying he would do four things he did it and went home to tennessee and promptly died but um um
1: it's just something to think about Dan but if you go back if you go back in time go back uh go back in the modern area, go back to uh Woodrow Wilson and come forward uh there was any any two term president never left the stage on a high they left yes, the sh- yes. they left the they left the stage. And Roosevelt was on the stage for four terms. Jimmy Carter had one term and he did not leave in the best of graces. Even Ronald Reagan, his second year, his second term, wasn't as uh, prolific as his first term, but he had a job, he thought, felt he had a job to do and he needed to do it. But, you know, the idea that a president will walk away, um, you know, George W. Uh, left the country in the face of this tremendous financial crisis in 2008. Um, he could have, he could have not run for reelection and, um, live and, and, and what he did after 9-11, he probably could have left, be the guy who could have left on a high. But Barack Obama destroyed the country. Bill Clinton destroyed the country. Um, and on and on. Uh, George uh, George 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 Herbert Walker Bush Bush 41 um, had problems. Uh, and so that it's 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 tough to figure out when you're on your high when you're when you have the only job in the world to be president of the United States the most powerful nation in the world. That's that's an ego trip that none of us could ever possibly deal with. How are you going to
0: get? That? How are you going to give up riding on Air Force One?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and have but, all the people that are waiting for I, I get, you and, and everybody. Yes, Mr. President. Yes, Mr. President. All those things that that. um are going on as your President of the United States, and then you walk away from that, um, whether it's one term or two terms.
0: Well, I'll tell you it's the guy that did job. it.
1: What?
0: I'm sorry, I spoke I, over somebody. I didn't hear you. No, no I, I spoke over somebody. I was just going to say, the one person that did it that seemed to enjoy himself was Harry Truman. He, he said a great line. He said he thought the President was a servant of the people, and when he left the White House, he thought he got promoted uh, i I often quote that line because I think it it really talks about uh what kind of a uh- a, a man Truman was a man who grew into the job uh, uh fairly quickly and who knew and and he said. I'm not going to run for again he could have run in seventy two and in, in fifty two but he didn't legally he could have could and he didn't so uh but uh he enjoyed it was interesting he he really enjoyed leaving the white house so uh but i again i brought- brought it up only because um uh the the source the, uh, is one i really respect and he gave gave me uh a fairly interesting, um, uh, viewpoint on president, on Trump, on President Trump.
1: And do, do you have a counter viewpoint? Do you, did you come back to him and say, well, what about this, this, and this? Or do you just listen to what he had to say?
0: I, I always, I always, um. Uh, I listened, you know. I hadn't really thought much about it, one way or the other. It's uh, way too early. We got too much to do in this term. But um, but I I thought it was interesting. And uh, uh, but if you review what type of man uh, Trump, President Trump, is, you know, it's it's quite it's quite possible. The thing we do know about him is uh, uh, he loses interest. Uh, he loses his friend, friends and uh, colleagues i mean his line about uh, you 're fired is um uh, there's more truth to that and uh, and sometimes he fire uh, um uh, fires himself. um so you never know but uh, i i thought i we'd bring it up. i'd bring it up you want to go yep. on to another topic jiggy
2: Yes, yes, indeed. We've got uh, Don Mazzella with us today. We also have Dan Perkins and IQ Al Rizzoli joining us today here on iHeartRadio and amfm247.com as well. And um, IQ, there, there seems to be a lot uh, going on over, overseas. Um, what are some stories that folks are not talking about besides some of the things going on in the Middle East? Give
3: us your take on these. When about the Middle East, another thing came up to me. Uh, Pope Francis has a revolution on his hand now. There is a rebellion. They want to impeach him. Don't take my word for it. Double check this. There is a rebellion. When he started mo- talking more about politics and international globalism and not the Catholic uh, religion, Uh, There is a a revolt now. He has been threatened by impeachment. That's what I heard. From Italy, by the way. Uh, I
1: I would say to you that there was an article that I saw last Friday. Uh, uh, Strange that it was Good Friday, but it was last Friday. Where the Pope had an interview with an atheist reporter... And in the article, Pope Francis is purported to have said, there is no hell. Oh. That, pardon? No,
0: no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead.
1: Well, he said, that the reporter said that Pope Francis says there is no hell because if you have lived an inappropriate life, the Lord, and, and this is a paraphrase, the Lord just forgets about you and you disappear. And that's part of the reason, IQ, why you're hearing this um, rebellion because um, there are some who who wonder not about his his liberal situation, but are some that are wondering that if there is a, Mental disorder that the Pope is dealing with that the, the Vatican's not telling the truth about.
3: By the way, that was one of the reasons the hell part. Right. The rebellion is exactly for that part. Yeah, um, and so of, so it, of course, among other, but this one exacerbated it.
1: Yes, and and, and I, I I think that that um, uh, again, again, it's another example. Uh, in my church of the church being influenced by the liberal governments the liberal wing of the church the politically correct part of the church and as a result um when it came time for the elections um of a new pope they decided to bring in you know somebody who was more liberal in his beliefs and um and at a time when uh, the church was uh, needed, uh, a reassessment uh, and a re- reformation of its its fundamental principles. So, I agree with the IQ. There's a lot of discomfort, a lot of disappointment of what's going on with the with the current pope. Yeah. Can,
0: if I jump in in, 19, in, in 1960, I, I went to become a freshman at Georgia Tech. And I went down to see a preacher, a comedian named Brother Dave Gardner, who's long since passed from this mortal coil. But, uh, and he was talking about the various, uh, uh, the religions. And you know what's the difference between the Northern Baptist and the Southern Baptist? A Northern Baptist says there ain't no hell. Southern Baptist says the hell there ain't. You know, you know we've been fighting this battle for many many years. Um, uh, we now call them fundamentalists. We now call them a lot of things. We we've got the old church. There's actually a, ch- a Catholic church near here, which actually went back to the to the Latin ma- Mass and actually got in trouble. But what the heck? Um, uh, Dan and Iq, I you you're both right we are um we are allowing our fundamental beliefs to be eroded at at a cost that um uh that our children will really feel and um uh, I I'm a lapsed ca- catholic so I can't uh, uh talk about the church too much but but let me put it this way um the old church was much better than the church we we see today
1: and I would, Sorry, go on. Go on, go on. No, I was just go say, that I wouldn't disagree with that observation. And I think it's because what we have done is that we, we, we have gotten away from the fundamentals. Um, uh, we've gotten away from the Bible and understanding the teachings of the Lord and what we're supposed to do. Uh, clearly the example of how we treat our fellow man as, as, as participants in the world is is atrocious and um and and we were we're reluctant we're reluctant to speak out about the injustice that we see and and things that are happening and uh i do believe that the that the church uh by and large the the holy father should not be involved in political decisions because politics can change and people's framework can change. And what we need is stability. And I I I I was at Easter Sunday Church and the 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 church was full, the parish center was full, the parking lot was overflowing. I was surprised at the number of not only older people, which is true for Sanibel but the number of families who were here visiting and the, and the small children, uh, who came to church and were very well behaved. But, you know, I, my wife and I were raised as Catholics. We've been active Catholics all of our lives. Our four children were raised as Catholics and none of them participate. They're like Don. They, they kind of disappeared. And yet, at the same time, what is clear to me that in having discussions with my four sons, they're willing to admit that there's something missing in their lives. That the the material quest that they were on has not been satisfying. And uh, one of my sons, uh, who uh, a bright Georgetown graduate, George Washington graduate, um, has spent most of his adult life from college trying to figure out, uh, what's going on in, in his life, uh, because he has no spiritual relationship with anything. And it, and it's a materialistic life and he doesn't like it, but he doesn't know what to do. And that's one of the things in, 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 that scares me about the muslim faith is that these people are uh who are who are active muslims are f- almost fanatical about their belief in their religion and um we have a hard time we're going to have a hard time dealing with that
3: IQ you were going to say something yeah but i mean Really, we're all on the same wavelength, which is gratifying. David Hogg, this piece of garbage. What do you think of him? <laughs> Who?
1: David, David Hogg, the high school student huh? from uh, Florida who's leading the protest movement. Oh, yeah. He should go back to the classroom, but that's my own belief. Um, well, you're you're allowed to have your own belief. But, you know, what's interesting is that they've been out partying as they've gone to these various... Assemblies all over the country and uh, they came back to school and they found out that there are new ID cards and there are armed people on the perimeter of the school and armed people in the classrooms. And some of the people who were involved in this movement are saying, I feel like I'm going to school in prison. Mm -hmm. That's not what we, that's not what we intended.
0: Mm.
1: Well, they didn't know what they intended.
3: Well uh, I'm thinking of it a seventeen year old, he doesn't have two branches of logic, he has not faced anything. And there he is raising his right arm like a fascist and the news media drooling all over him. They were they're drooling all over him. And non-entity and nothing. Mm. And he's causing a lot of trouble with uh, the lady was her name, Ingram? Uh, well from Fox it- News. From- mm. Be careful
0: of what you wish for. You may get it and be surprised. Well. You, go ahead. No, no, how do you mean? You said be careful of what I wish Well, the, the, these kids. Uh, oh. Yeah, 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 uh You know, uh, uh, what do they quote? They feel like you're in uh, prison. Well, uh, um, uh, babe, whatever. Uh, that, that's what happens when you have people. Little carrying guns around there, you know. Uh, but uh, what, what can you say? Um, uh, uh, can we go on to
2: another
0: another subject? Yes, can Don, jump, jump in the there.
2: Bar? Jump, jump in there. Uh, what do you have for us? Oh, uh, I, I have nothing. I just think. Uh, that, okay, I thought maybe you were one. Oh, I thought you had a topic. Well, I, I, I will say one thing. You know what's from.
0: You, you know, you know what's nice about this program—we all agree, and we occasionally get somebody that doesn't agree. <laughs> but um, uh, we had somebody on the program last. Oh, uh, 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 Dan! Mi- Dan missed a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the point—he uh, he and Dan were having a very good dialogue, and this guest pointed out that uh, we're, we're we're not talking to each other civilly. Civilly, we are shouting at each other. Uh, Dan, you want to expand on that because I yeah. thought the, the the exchange between you two was really
1: interesting. Uh, his name was Cash. What was his last name? Do you recall, Don? Um, um, Cash was uh, his first name. Cash Ferguson. Cash Ferguson. Um, we 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 talked about the 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 lack of. Uh, of dialogue, and one of the things we talked about was uh what has been happening if you would um, for example uh if the right has a, an opinion and the left has an opinion, if the left says, "If you don't agree with me, you have to shut up you're not entitled to having an opinion and and so that the 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 attitude of the left of closing down any discussion uh, actually makes the the tension even worse. And the fact that we're we have divided our country, that we have not assimilated, if you would, into understanding that people have the right to have. A different opinion and I think that's that was one of the most interesting things that we talked about last night was people are entitled to have uh, an opinion and and I will I didn't get a chance to do it yesterday but let me do it for you real quick um, two weeks ago I was on or two and a half weeks ago I was on China global television as you know it's in 117 nations 70 million viewers and we were talking about trump and we were talking about north korea and what could happen and uh, i mentioned that uh that uh if if things worked a certain way that the framework that he gets in north korea could be used in uh iran and it might be possible that uh mr trump might get the the nobel peace prize Uh, and this particular person who was on the panel laughed at what I said. And I said to him live on the air, I have, I am entitled to respect for my opinion. You may not disagree with me and I may not disagree and I may not agree with you, but I have the right to be treated with respect for my opinion. And it got very quiet on the studio set and the young man said, I, I apologize, that was inappropriate what I did. You're right, you are entitled to your opinion. And I said, that's the problem, is that we are not empowering people to have a contrary opinion. And he said, absolutely right. We, we, stake, we put a stake in the ground and then we get behind the stake and will not reach out or cross to have any kind of a civil, using Don's word, civil dialogue about the issues. Uh, Because we have staked out ground that uh, we're, we're unwilling to open our minds. And as a result, people are being punished for an opinion. And we do not have the benefit of having a robust exchange of disagreements to try and solve particular problems. And so this guy is a a specialist in communications. And he said, we're not communicating. We're not communicating as a nation or, for that matter, as a world. And I thought he was a, a terrific guest.
0: Yeah, which I sent you a note know on, Jiggy. I thought he'd be a great guest for you.
2: That would be uh, awesome. It, that would be awesome. I know that uh, that that last week uh, on our on our program uh, we had IQ Al Rizzoli and Don Mazzella, and they had a uh, interesting chat with a uh, liberal <laughs> professor uh, on this program. Um, Dan definitely would not have gotten along with this gentleman.
1: <laughs> I think so,
2: huh? uh, well he why would you, be much more saying? civil than I than Well I at was. one at one point he referred to a Don as a phony reporter.
0: Whoa. <laughs> and I said what he'd said was drivel. <laughs>
2: okay. So uh wrong
1: words, Don. Dribble. whoa what?
2: Don Don I'm Don Don, it, Don, it, Don apparently has a brand new nickname. He's a phony reporter.
1: And he kept saying it over and over least, and over.
0: At least he left the the reporter part in. <laughs> Believe me, I've been called I've been
2: called a lot worse. Uh, who, was, who, who was this guy, James? I'm trying to remember what his name was. He was uh, he, running for he was running for Maryland. senate against uh, in Maryland, and uh, he was uh, he was in favor of. Some of the things that uh, the left is uh, against, uh, he was he was interested in in some gun control measures and things like this, and uh, he was a dissenting voice to the uh, to to the left. And uh, I I thought it'd be interesting to have him on, but him and Don and IQ just <laughs> could not see eye to eye. IQ, give us your take on our guest from last week. He was garbage
3: good thing you aren't shy remember what he said I wrote books I'm an authority I never said I'm an authority I said I always tell you I know a lot about Islam and I can prove it and I've proven it but in his guy he wouldn't allow Donald to contradict him or bring a point of view and he wouldn't allow me Contradict him or printer, uh, so it was useless. I mean, it's a one-sided thing, and I didn't want to lose my temper with him because Donald already made him lose his temper. <laughs> <laughs> well, the,
0: the reason um, I use that is uh, uh, his uh, his view of what um, uh, the the main issue that that he said is that the uh, the the Arabs have recognized the existence of the Israeli state. Oh yes. And I, I sat there, and I, you know, l- unless I, uh, I guess I'm on a different planet. But but uh, um, you, know, you know, he kept citing this one and that one uh, uh, statement by them. But uh, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I actually, don't. Uh, I, uh, said, you, you know.
3: And he he read a paragraph in one of the papers that said that the Hamas will agree that the existence of state of Israel. Well, Israel doesn't need Hamas to agree or disagree. The charter of Hamas is to destroy Israel. The charter of the PLO is to destroy Israel. The charter of Islam is to destroy the whole world. So what are we discussing? And yes, he says he knows more about this subject than anybody else. So Hmm. when he knows this subject, you know, I kept my mouth shut.
1: And so he's running for a federal senator position, not a state senator the Senate, the senate seat uh, of in maryland yes okay wow yeah, yeah he was he was an
2: interesting character but uh, as as we wrap up here with everyone i want to start with uh with dan uh bring us up to speed on the nonprofit and everything else you're involved in
1: well the terrorist gold uh page views just crossed 553,000 I started a new campaign at 12 o'clock Easter morning on promotion of the trilogy in a one flash memory stick, three books on one stick, special pricing. Um, That was on Easter morning at at 12 o'clock. And I'm approaching in three days 100,000 page views and 20,000 clicks to the website. And I'm going on Friday morning to pick up a check from the Rotary here on Sanibel Captiva to pay for <clears throat> uh one hundred MP three players to be given out to veterans who are going to travel to Washington DC under a program called Honor Flight, which takes World War II Korean and Vietnam veterans free of charge, to Washington, D.C., to travel and see the war memorials of the time that they were in the military. Mm. And uh, we're about to open up seven, uh, the state of Florida, veterans' health care centers, uh and they're adding two more, which are primary nursing home care units for veterans with dementia and Alzheimer's. So we just keep keep chugging along. Don, give, give us your
2: take on what's going on in your world. Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take up my time
0: to just saw something that came across, um, uh, my desk. Uh, the U.S. US announced that it's, uh, gonna, uh, impose $50 billion worth of tariffs on Chinese goods unless the Beijing makes major trade and investment concessions soon. I think the, uh, I think that's going to be one of the top stories over the next couple of uh, 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 weeks because uh, uh, the Trump administration is re- uh, really following through with its thr- threat. So, um, I would much rather say that than uh, uh, other than to say if you. Want-